I want to speak to you today about surviving the wilderness. I wonder what you've been doing to survive this second lockdown. I've heard of people who've taken up cheese making, crochet, even started enjoying speaking to strangers. And then I heard of one person who took up taxidermy of all the hobbies. Now, I really feel like that's the most awkward for when they have a friend background who start asking after their pet cat to then find it stuffed on a wall. But for me and Andy, we recently moved to a new flat. And so what we've been doing is playing hide and seek. Now, I'd love to say this is because of our two-year-old daughter, Flory, but in reality, we've kind of been playing this on our own. Who can find the best hiding spots and who can scare each other the most? And I also have to say, I really do feel like I'm winning at this. Recently, I was able to hide for a solid 10 minutes without either Flory or Andy finding me in what is a relatively small flat. But guys, I have to be honest, this is how I've been surviving lockdown. See, I now play hide and seek because I can have 10 minutes of peace and quiet. 10 minutes to myself, 10 minutes to think, to read the news, to catch up on articles. And admittedly, this quality time is spent squished next to a washing machine or underneath a bed, but it is the best 10 minutes of my day. I wonder what tactics you've been using to get you through these 28 days of lockdown 2.0. Perhaps you've been thriving with your newfound hobby of hide and seek or taxidermy. Or perhaps if you're really honest, you're just about surviving. There's a moment at the start of Jesus's ministry where he enters a time of isolation that is really challenging. And it's not for 28 days, but 40 days. In Matthew 4, verse 1 to 4, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus has 40 days of being isolated of being disconnected from others and disconnected from any sense of normality. And these 40 days in the wilderness are testing and challenging. We will all experience a season of feeling like we're in the wilderness, a time when we feel disconnected from others, disconnected from the things that grounded us and gave us a sense of purpose. And often this season will feel like a battle, a battle over our identity, over who we are, over what we're living for and over what we believe. And the truth is you can be busy working in the city and yet in your heart be walking around in the wilderness. The government lockdown can lift and yet you can be still living in an internal lockdown. Whether it be because of a breakdown in a relationship or difficulties, challenges at work or just a sense of feeling overwhelmed and isolated. The wilderness season isn't easy. It isn't comfortable and often it doesn't feel like anyone else understands it. In Matthew 4, three times the enemy challenges Jesus. In the wilderness, the enemy questions Jesus' identity, his purpose and his trust in God. The wilderness can make us question everything we know and believe. But three times Jesus responds, it is written. It is written. It is written. Jesus remembers God's word and replies back with what the Bible says. 
It's another way of saying, you may say that, but God says this. What does Jesus teach us about surviving the wilderness? He teaches us to hold onto God's word. Maybe your situation says one thing, but perhaps God is saying another. When everything we feel we know is being questioned, what does God say? Jesus' response in a time of isolation, of testing and of challenge is to hold onto God's word. He answers, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. For Jesus, his situation said what he needed most was to do a miracle and supply himself with a loaf of hovis, to be self-sufficient, independent and meet his most immediate need. Now, Jesus doesn't ignore his hunger or his need for bread, but what he does do is recognize a hunger that runs just as deep. He recognizes the fundamental longing in humanity for relationship and connection with God. He recognizes that we don't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So you can have more bread than a baker's shop and still feel a hunger that runs deep, that nothing you seem to buy or do or achieve seems to be able to meet. Jesus knew that it was only in our relationship with God, only in hearing the voice of the one who created us, the voice of the one who loves you, who knows you, who knows what you've been through and knows what you're on this earth to do. There's only that voice that can meet the deep hunger within you. That it's only that voice that can give you the deep connection we were made for. And it's only that voice that can guide you and help you in the wilderness. I feel like the last few months for me personally have felt like a time of walking through the wilderness and not just because of the government restrictions. During the first lockdown, my dad became ill. He'd been in remission from cancer and had missed some checkups because of the COVID crisis. So he found himself in hospital and the doctors told us the cancer had come back and that there was nothing they could do. The next day I was reading the Bible in one year as I tried to do most days. And the passage was from Romans 8. And Romans 8 verse 37 to 39 says this. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, angels nor demons, the present, the future, nor any powers, high or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That morning I felt God say so clearly to me, even your dad's death cannot separate you or him from my love. The next day I went to the hospital to see my dad and was with him as he took his last breaths. And what came to mind and what gave peace in the silence of those moments and in the days and the weeks after was remembering what God had said and holding onto it tightly. That not even death can separate us from the love of God. That even here, in the midst of pain, in the midst of questions, in the midst of confusions, even here God's love was still to be found. Everything about the circumstances spoke about isolation and disconnection, but God was saying something else, that even in the darkest of moments, there's a deep connection God wants you to find with him. 
Even in the wilderness, he sees you, he knows you, he loves you, and he is speaking to you. God's word is an anchor for our soul. It grounds us when our world is spinning and everything we know feels like it's slipping away. God's word gives us a hope that we can hold on to, that endures the darkest of seasons and the most difficult of questions. And if I'm honest, I wish I heard from God like that every day. I wish that every day I opened the Bible and it felt like God was speaking specifically to my situation. But often I come away from reading the Bible and praying with more questions than I have answers. Often there's time when the grief and the confusion still lingers. But I struggle to ignore the fact that for whatever reason, God has set apart this ancient library of stories and testimonies that witness to who God is, to who he's revealed himself to be in the person of Jesus Christ. And so for all the questions and struggles I have with the Bible, I can't ignore the fact that God still seems to speak through it. He has spoken and he continues to encourage us, guide us, strengthen us and comfort us through it. So I will keep opening up the Bible because I want to keep opening up my heart to the possibility that God might speak a word that will change my life. That God might speak a word that will comfort me when I'm grieving, will ground me when my world is spinning, will lead me when I'm lost and will heal me when I'm broken. It's in the wilderness, in these difficult times of questioning and challenge, when the distractions are stripped away, that we, like Jesus, can learn a deeper dependency on God. See, Jesus learned to depend on the voice of God. He let God's word anchor him, his identity, his purpose. And that laid a foundation of trust in God, a foundation that would run so deep that not even the pain of the cross could break it. If you feel like you're walking in the wilderness today, I want to encourage you with this one thing. Hold onto God's word. Because man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hold on to Psalm 23, that even though you walk through the darkness, you need not fear evil because God is with you. Hold on to Psalm 18, that the Lord will keep your lamp burning. He will turn your darkness into light. Hold on to Romans 8, that God is working all things together for good and that nothing can separate you from his love. Hold on to John 14, that Jesus' promise to us, the gift he gives us is his peace. Maybe you've never read the Bible before, or if you're honest, you feel you've given up on it. I want to encourage you, why not open it today and open yourself to the possibility of God speaking to you. If you've never read it before, you could start by reading about Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew. Try and read it every day, if only all you can muster is a few verses. Because we don't live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And his word is food for our soul. It gives us the resilience and the strength we need to face the challenges of life. So what is God saying to you today? Pray. Ask him, open your Bible and hold on to that word tightly in this season.